Hi guys, this episode is with the multinational all-girl outfit, the Franklies. I've known the Franklies for quite a while, so we had an in-depth discussion about not just their music, but the industry in general. With today's revelation that only nine bands with female members are playing Leeds and Reading Festival, we talked about how women in rock can often be ignored, and then we go on to talk about the industry in general. But first, here's a live clip of their track, Weasel. Hi guys, Jamie from Start Right here, and we're here with the Franklies. Yay! Fanny, Zoe, Nicole, and Jen. Last time I saw you was in Sheffield, South Sea. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wicked night. That was a good it night. Was. Yeah. It was. It was a good night. It was Hurry good up, day. four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this your first trip to Manchester? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So you're playing far away. Yeah. You got a coach, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> yeah, like five hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just a little bit hard to understand what you're saying. Um, so you are a, an international band, truly. You're transatlantic and trans-North Sea, if you will. So we've got two Swedes, an American, and a Zoe from Exotic Milton Keynes. Yes. The last single you guys released was the, the video that we shot together, What You Said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Amazing single. Yeah. I mean, Thanks, I'm quite Jamie. biased, but I must have listened to that about a hundred times. <laughs> oh, at least yeah. 30 <laughs> million. You must hate it, Mike. Yeah. No, I still. Yeah. It's a testament to how good the song is that I still really like it. Awesome. And, so you've got a new single coming out soon. You what, what's it called? Bad News. Bad News. <laughs> And yeah. you've uh, you shot a video for it, haven't you? It'll be coming out soon as well. Yeah. yeah. Any? Do you want to give us any teases on what it's going to be like? Mm. Uh, it's just going to be uh, past and present, right? Past and present. Weird and wonderful. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Nice. So your last EP was self-titled, isn't it? The Franklin's EP. Yeah. 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 With um, Weasel, my love. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. Good research. Imaginarium. Yeah. <laughs> Road oh, trip. Come on. Oh, last and one. The last one. Come on. No. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Fail. Some. Yeah. Some. Don't know. Some people leave. Right. I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. My Franklin's knowledge is eight out of ten. Yeah. It's pretty good. Say I've been to one of your houses. So. Nine and a half. Oh yeah. Nine and a half. Nice. You met my dog. I did. <laughs> yeah. Dee Dee. <laughs> I've been to one of your houses. Been to one of your houses. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> so we're playing the night and day. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're not. You are. We are here at the night and day. This is the basement. Glamorous. It's not bad. It's, uh, it's alright. <laughs> That's Ish. true. Yeah. No chandelier. It's quite cool. I mean, yeah, lots just, of swear words, lots of penises. Yeah. Lots of graffiti. <laughs> So it's like a. I do quite like how when you go to gig venues and there's a dressing room like this, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a communal dressing room. There is just remnants of all the bands that have been 
before they kind of, everyone kind of leaves their mark. Yeah, yeah. It's quite you cool. always kind of recognise. Yeah. One. It's like a visual yeah. history of the venue. Yeah. 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 And then all the penises. You know. Yeah. Just that. Well, yeah. I was just saying before that there's like at least 200 penises on these walls. Well, I bet you go. Oh. I bet you go to like prehistoric cave drawings. I bet there's penises on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was also saying like, what if you would count up all the penises in all the backstage rooms throughout London? There will be millions. 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 Do you think there'd be more penises on walls than there would be people in London? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Fuck, yeah. have you seen these walls? Yeah. Fucking penises everywhere. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. No. Nice to look at while you're chilling out. <laughs> so there were two separate articles last year in oh, The Guardian oh. about women in alternative music and specifically punk music. So one was by Charlotte Richardson Andrews, uh, a journalist, and then the other one was by a trans woman uh, member of Ramshackle Glory called Alyssa Kai. And they said that uh, alternative music, specifically punk music, wasn't uh, very inclusive despite the legacy of uh, women in punk bands like, I mean, all the way back to the Slits and Blondie, and then the Riot Girl movement in the 90s, Slita Kinney, La Tigra, Bikini Kill. Do you think, uh, you guys are kind of uniquely placed both as a, an international group and an all-female group. Um, do you think that you guys are kind of mar marginalised, or do you think you get uh, less coverage from maybe media outlets because of that, or do you think it's a double-edged sword? I think it's both um, positives and negatives, depending on like what what you like. Because some some people, for example, can tell us, "Oh, I don't like girl bands." For example, so if if they know from the beginning that we're a girl band, they're not going to listen to us. Mm. So but it doesn't make any sense. How, how can you not like something <laughs> yeah. because there's girls doing it? Then yeah. you know, I don't like guy bands. What does yeah. that mean? It's <laughs> really band. weird. Sex. It's like saying I don't like black people music. Mm. It's like, what? How can you say that? That's Then you would, mm. yeah, then you would be a racist. Uh, so then. wrong. Yeah. yeah, You're not a sexist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then there are also the positives with people who are like, cool, you know, it's not often you see an all-girl band because there's not many around, unfortunately, mm. for many reasons. But um, So I think it works both ways for us. Mm. But that can be uh, tricky sometimes. I, one of those articles, I was reading it earlier, um, where they said that they were going to have, or they have an all-girl stage, was it at Warped? Where they sort Maybe. of said, okay, that's great, because you really want to promote females in music, but then it's like a ghetto, isn't it? Yeah. This is the girl stage, girls can do it, mm -hmm. and all the men will go off and do the serious music, mm. the proper music is for the guys. I guess they didn't mean it to come across like that, but that's also another point of view uh, mm -hmm. from that. So the, the Alyssa Kai article was written by an American woman who was who is in bands in the DIY scene in America. So, Nicole, you, you are American, mm. and you've kind of played in bands over there and yeah. over here. Um, do you think there is a difference between the American attitudes and British-European attitudes? Because you, you guys yeah. have toured as a band in America as yeah. well, haven't you? Mm -hmm. I mean, playing music in America, playing in an all-female band then as well, it very similar, it's a very similar story. Um, Again, where we are still separated for whatever reason. Um, in America, there was more of going back to the Riot Girl scene, not just Kathleen Hanna, but there was tons of bands like Bratmobile, Stereolab, I mean, so many girls in bands. Um, and there were guys in the bands as well. And that was a huge movement that actually came out of America mm -hmm. that basically spread throughout the world. Um, 
And I don't really think that we actually, as a band, I mean, they could correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we really fall into that category of, like, Riot Girl. No. Um, but going back to your original question, I think it's the same, actually, um, unfortunately. But then, but then yeah. also there are, like, I can, yeah. I can see that there are more girl bands from America, for example, than there are from... From England and, and Europe, that are making mainstream. That are, that, yeah, that yeah. yeah, that is that's really true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it seems a bit more accepted. You know? I mean, Warpaint, they're they're there's, all girls. Yeah, there's yeah. also uh, Deep Valley. There, yeah. there's so many girl bands actually. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That are from the states rather than the UK. But then saying that, I think personally that the UK right now has a super surge in really great bands all around. Like. We play out every weekend, and we play with so many amazing bands that it's the bar is really every. I think it's going keeps going up and up. Yeah. Mm. And the kids get younger and younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I'm seeing. Do you think uh, a lot of that is to do with uh, the rise of the DIY scene? I mean, you guys release everything yourselves. Do you think that's a big factor in the boom in bands at the minute? What do you mean in terms of any band, regardless of the gender, or...? Uh, yeah, just just the whole scene, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that nowadays you just have to do what you've got to do, and you can't wait around for for people and, and companies to, to come after you. Just do what you do in the meantime until you find the support. You know, so we're just doing our thing, trying to get to the next level, you know, by ourselves, and then... I, yeah, it's just like a natural thing, and then at the moment, I think there's a lot of DIY bands, and it's not the same as it was before. So I think a lot of bands have to do that because they don't really have any choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, sorry, I think with the, the industry how it is nowadays and how everything is uh, pretty much up in the air, we don't really know what the music industry is anymore, and I don't mm -hmm. think the people who run the music industry know what it's going to be anymore. I think it's all a matter of uh, let's try this, let's try that. Do you need a manager? Do you not need a manager? Do you need this? Do you need that? Well, we're not going to sell records because they're going to take it off the internet. So I think just the whole thing is in like a bit of a let's see what happens and what makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. So you have to do it yourself. Otherwise, just as Fanny said, it won't, you won't be able to do it. Yeah. But do you think that's... Um I know, straight into kind of dangerous, thatcherous territory, but do you think that kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of um, deconstruction and like total breakdown of the music industry, if you, you know, if you think of like record labels, they just pick bands up, release an album, uh, it's not really like that anymore. Do you think that's more of a, like kind of a proving ground for bands now, like really the good bands will kind of make it or do you think it's just kind of easy to get lost? Opposite. I, I, I personally think it's the opposite. I think at the moment the only bands that are going to make it big are manufactured bands, uh, the ones that are being, uh, that are brainwashing the world, such as these stupid TV shows and stuff that I'm not into. Those, that's what the music is that the everyday person is into. And the reason is because the money is behind them. Mm -hmm. And therefore, actually, the good bands are going to die off if something doesn't change, or they're only going to live through the internet. It's also yeah. become, it, it's not so much about the music anymore. It's more about what you have as a following, what you have, what contacts you have. It's, it's always, you know, the people with the most contacts, the most money, they're always going to make it. Whilst there are so many good bands who's, it's never going to get the opportunity mm -hmm. because people mm. 
yeah. just don't believe in them in the same way. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that um, the industry will kind of splinter even more than it already is, and it will be very niche uh, interests? I mean, it'll be, you know, the big gigs that big bands or you know, mo the most respected bands in the circuit will do gigs like this at the night and day and the Star and Garter and other small venues like that, I mean, the Camden Barfly, do you think they'll be the places where real music happens? Well, at the rate we're going in London, rock be, clubs are closing. Yeah. They're closing. They, they're not staying open. They're coming in and making them into apartments. But then they are, They, for example, um, at, by the, at the end of January, beginning of February, they're doing this um, um, thing called the Independent Venue Week, which is... Yeah. People supporting, yeah, you know, independent venues. And yeah, Frank Turner's playing here. Yeah, on that night. we're playing yeah. in at the Cookie in Leicester with Lou that week. So yeah. that's like one of the things that. Yeah. Also, Jack Daniels is really good as well in that respect because they uh, hmm. sponsor, they do sponsor clubs like they do the Macbeth, um, and they support the music venues. I think if we could see more of that in bigger companies Big that brands, maybe yeah. aren't associated to music, so they're not going to be territorial about it, like alcohol or whatever it might mm. be, something else beside a record label, I think yeah, they're yeah. going to be the ones that still love the old school roots of like good music, and they're the ones that are going to give money yeah. to keep it alive, I hope. So well, um, the, that kind of corporate sponsorship has been around for quite a while, but mm. I do feel like it's kind of more prominent now. I mean, yeah. Fred Perry... Uh, you've been featuring the subcultures uh, yeah. section, haven't you? They've uh, really blown up in terms of the music side of things, supporting. Mm. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. And they all, they support really good bands too. Like if you yeah. check on their website, like I like all bands on, on mm. there. Well, there's. Good taste. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. There is still a a market for it. People still. Yeah. Go to shows, people still, I mean, even if they don't buy records in the old way, people like Spotify is huge. Mm. I mean, you guys are on Spotify. People still listen to music, and people always will. It's just unfortunate, like Nicole was saying before about the TV shows and X Factor and everything, and kids are brought up thinking that that's what music is like, that's how you get judged as an artist, and you know. Mm. Yeah. And anybody could be a star, you just have to get on a show and sing and be a superstar. And make Simon Cowell more And I think actually a lot of, well actually maybe I'm wrong actually because I see so many young kids in good bands, but also some of the even younger kids, they're lazy. They're actually, they're lazy. They want an instant gratification to go mm. on a show and win. Yes, but yeah, are they actually going to put in the hard work and learn an instrument and go out there and work their ass off to be something? Yeah. Or are they just going to go wait in line with 1,000, 3,000, 5,000 people in hopes to make it through to a competition? That's. Do you think uh, stuff like the Brits, um, last year the Ar Arctic Monkeys opened the show with Are You Mine? Amazing performance. Like, that was... That was the first time I watched the Brits in years and years because yeah, I knew they were playing. <laughs> it was incredible. Say what you want about their speech at the end, but people watched it. You know, it was like Jarvis Cocker Moon in Michael Jackson yeah, or something. Yeah. It was. Oh, I missed it. I didn't see that. It was great. Honestly, Arts and Monkeys stole that show. The rest of it was a bit drab, but it was something to watch. And yeah. Yeah. hopefully this year, Royal Blood will kind of do it again. Yeah. So there is still a place for alternative music. Top of the pops. If they could bring something like that back, 
Mm. And it yeah. doesn't have to be a major TV station. It could be London Live. It could be... More like that's what we're doing. Yeah. There you go, Jamie. Perfect, because that's what needs to happen. Get all these bands. These bands were freaking awesome. Yeah. Get everybody. Like, do a pop, Top of the Pops again. That's, get the kids back into music. The real music, rather than the bullshit manufactured music. Do you think the, the internet is kind of going to be the place for that now? I mean... Internet is a great thing, and it's also the devil. It's it's completely. I mean, there's so much negativity that comes from the internet. How many numbers do you have on Facebook? Well, then no, they can't get this because they don't have that. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, we yeah. become so fixated on what the internet says about you with this internet, whereas it was the old days of putting up a flyer and you know headcount at the door. And that's what I was saying before. If something doesn't change, then some really great bands will miss out and they'll only live through the internet because they won't be able to afford to tour or put out proper music on a, a platform level in terms of physical mm. um, material, material because it just mm. they won't be able to afford it. Yeah. So I just hope somebody puts money into the industry, and I don't mean like two million, I'm talking like 50, 60 million or more actually to mm. help keep clubs alive give kids and people a place to go to do art, keep them from doing other shitty things that they shouldn't be doing, and yeah. support something that's actually really good for people to do. Practice is always good, routine, and striving to be better. That's like, we can't get any better than that. Mm -hmm. Well, let's uh, move away from the doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy subject matter. No, it was great, honestly. It was really good stuff. So let's look to the future for you guys. Uh, you got a new single coming out. Do, have you got a date, release date for that? Or? Uh, April's. April. Yeah. In April? Not, not an actual date yet. We'll yeah, see. sometime in April. Yeah. And uh, you got shows coming up? Yeah. So you play yeah. in Leicester? Yeah. Off to Germany again, a couple times actually. Uh, I think Norway's in the pocket again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, we're pretty much booked up every single weekend until March because then I'm away on holiday. But then after that, we. we yeah, we booked up all the way until yeah until the summer. So cool. Yeah, we're yeah we're hitting uh, Germany again. That'd be really cool. Um, that's we love it there. It's awesome. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah we go to Norway a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um. So how can guys find you? Website. You got you're on Spotify. Have you got a band camp or? I think we may have a band camp. <laughs> we usually use uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud. Oh, we have a website. We? We, have yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we Yeah, we, we got them. Yeah. What's the website? Uh, com, And then from there you can get Twitter and Facebook. Cool. Yeah. And your Instagram as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, check them out they've got an EP self-titled EP and two singles Puppet and What You Said both fantastic and uh, we'll put clips from the show up later and uh, actually they'll be in the video so uh, yeah the Franklies thank you Jamie thank you Jamie that's it from us this time if you haven't already be sure to click subscribe check out our other videos we've got interviews with Neck Deep and other great bands um, definitely check out the Franklies the link's in the description uh, we've got lots more videos coming up, including interviews with All Us on Drugs, Koji, and Bob Nana from Braid. Until then, stay tuned to Star Riot.